Welcome to Ignited Soulpreneur. I'm your host, Sarah Lewis, intuitive abundance and business coach. And my mission is to help soulpreneurs just like you ignite their unique voice, stand out online by being themselves and owning their power, and ultimately be booked out with dream clients who love to pay them. This podcast is where you learn how to grow and market your business in a way that is authentic, aligned, and heart-led, but still grounded in practical tips and tools. So are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Ignited Soulpreneur. Thank you so much for being here with me today for another episode. And this week we have not one, but two episodes because I am trying something a little bit different for this new chapter of the podcast and the start of Ignited Soulpreneur. So my idea is to... Obviously, we'll try it out for a few months and see how it goes, but I have so much to share with you in solo episodes, so many topics I want to cover that I will be keeping the Monday episodes for those episodes, so solo episodes where I will be sharing about different topics to build your business, giving you tips and insights and things that have really helped me so that it can help you and serve you the best. But I also want to have amazing guests come on the podcast here and there, maybe once or twice a month to share with you how they have created success in their business on their own terms, um, leading a heart-led, soulful business in alignment with who they truly are. So that's my intention. And today we have our first official guest on Ignited Soulpreneur and the first guest in a long time on the podcast. And she is incredible. Her name is Deandra Nicolette. She is a content creator, a spiritual leader, and her purpose is to help other souls return to their highest self so they can live their best life. Deandra has an amazing podcast, Manifest Daily, which I had the honor to be a guest on a little while ago, not that long, so I can share that in the show notes if you're interested. And on her podcast, she shares her experiences and applications of spiritual lessons in a very easy and digestible way, which I love. And she talks about all things manifestation, spirituality, so quantum shifts, Akashic records, parallel realities, and so much more. And she has found that by sharing her unique perspective, she's been able to peel back the layers of societal masking and return to her authentic self while encouraging her listeners and followers to do the same. So I'm super excited about today's episode. Deandra is amazing and I'm sure you will love her as much as I do. So make sure to check out Deandra's podcast, to subscribe, to find her and follow her on Instagram, to go visit her website, check out her offers. All of that will be linked in the show notes and, you know, support her, spread the love. And if you like the podcast episode, you can screenshot it, share it to your stories, share it with your friends, all of that. I think small things like this really go a long way. Okay, cool. So without further ado, let's bring Deandra on the show. So hello, Deandra. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am super excited for our conversation and I'm actually really honored to have you on today's episode and you're the first guest that I've had in a very long time on the podcast and the first guest since the relaunch of the podcast so it's quite special to me and yeah I'm just so excited to dive in yeah I'm super excited as well it's so funny you say you're honored I'm like I'm honored <laughs> to be on the podcast today <laughs> and to be the first guest since the relaunch so I'm super excited as well 
Yay. Well, I was so, um, it was so much fun to be on your show a while back and, and to just have a conversation. So I thought it would be so nice to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first question that I ask all of my guests that I've done in the past is, what is your morning ritual like most days? And today, if you want to share. Yeah, I can absolutely share. So my mornings, um, I love to kind of center them mostly around movement. I'm someone where if I don't really start my day off with kind of moving around as much as possible, I feel like I'm just like groggy throughout the day and my brain just Mm -hmm. isn't there. Um, I don't really feel good about my day if I don't move. So typically I start off in the morning, I wake up, um, I take my dog out for just kind of like a mini walk. And usually around that time, I love to tune into a favorite podcast. Sometimes it's my own podcast. Sometimes I listen to um, any of the other podcasts I'm subscribed to. And I usually like to listen to either spiritual podcasts or business podcasts. But lately I've been randomly into, um, I'm I'm on like a true crime kick. I don't know why. I think it's my brain wanting to kind of like have a rest from a lot of, um, intake and learning in the morning, but I do a podcast in the morning. I come back. Um, I love to work out in the morning. For me, that's kind of like my form of meditation. Uh, For a lot of people, you know, kind of like Mm -hmm. grounding and centering themselves in the morning is really important. And for me, it's the same, but it's through movement at the gym. And so I love to either do like spin, I'll listen to my favorite playlist, or I'll do walk on the treadmill just to kind of like get into the zone, just have that flow have that movement and after that I usually enjoy some breakfast or some coffee I love cooking so again cooking or making something in the morning just like again just like moving around and studying my day like that is really nice and from there I'll typically get into work I save a lot of um, like my gratitude or my reading more of like the slower morning things actually for the evening for my wind down. Cause it actually helps me to really get into a nice mm. state of sleep actually. But the mornings is kind of like, okay, let's get up, let's get walking, let's get moving. Let's go to the gym. Let's have a good breakfast. Let's take a nice revitalizing shower and let's start our day off on the right foot. I love that. I really also like to start my my day, so in the morning, with movement and just kind of getting into the flow. Um, I don't do it every day, but I love that you do. I think it's such a great way to get in our bodies and, and really also connect to intuition and all of these things mm-hmm. um, and get the juices flowing for the day. Literally, so I love it. Literally, yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about you and and your business, especially for the people who have, you know, maybe they don't know you yet. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. So um, my business, my platform is called Manifest Daily. And for me, I just typically provide a lot of grounded manifestation resources. And what I mean by Mm -hmm. that is on my Instagram, um, on my podcast and on my website, um, Anyone who finds me will typically find, again, content that's around manifestation. That's sort of the thing. Hello, Manifest Daily. But I really like to make it very grounded and practical. I'm a Taurus. So for me, the Mm. material world, uh, being able to see and touch and feel and smell is very, very important to me. So I love to take a lot of the concepts that I learn about that are kind of like really based in the energetics and sort of bring them back down to earth and help people understand them in a very practical way. Oftentimes I feel like a lot of people get sort of, um, they shy away from spirituality or they shy away from these topics and they feel very intimidated when it's all the talk of the energetics and all the talk of these things that seem Mm -hmm. so almost far-fetched to some people and they really can't get into it. And for me, I love to kind of say, okay, let's kind of like, uh, let's look at it this way, right? Let's think about it this way in a more practical lens in a more grounded lens in a lens that really fits this 3d human world that we're all living in right now and i like to help people understand how they can create a more conscious um world how they can consciously manifest by applying these principles in this way and sort of making it a little bit more adaptable a little bit more easy to understand Mm, I love that about you and in general as well. I love bringing things back down to earth. And I think I've had a phase in my life where I was like really like up there, woo and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, it's time to bring it back down to this reality, back down to earth and um, 
and yeah, and definitely also having to do a little bit with my astrology, but I don't want to get into this now because <laughs> I want to talk all about you, but I can so relate to this. And I think it actually makes the work that you do, manifestation in general, so relatable and tangible. And that is so important. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. Of course. Yeah. And I completely agree that, you know, I think a lot of us, when we start off on this journey, sometimes the resources we come across can be very like up in the air and very like airy fairy. And it's beautiful. It really is. It helps you to kind of see the magic in this world. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, you know, we can see the magic and we can love the magic and we can enjoy that magic. But then how do we also apply that magic in our day-to-day lives? And I think that's where we have to sort of find that balance and blend the two. Exactly. And speaking about manifestation, since you're really the go-to queen for all things manifestation and grounded manifestation, can you share a little bit about, I don't know, like maybe your steps or your recipe for manifesting um, that that's really unique to you or maybe the way you do it, how you teach it, like a few things about that? Yeah. So I love I love just kind of obviously talking about this and I think one of the things that I always tell people is that we're always manifesting I think a lot of people come to me and they're like Mm -hmm. okay like how do I learn how to manifest right and it's not necessarily that you're learning how to manifest but it's more that you're learning how to consciously manifest oftentimes we're sort of manifesting and creating from a very subconscious place and depending on what belief that you have you know Mm -hmm. it could be a limiting belief it could be a belief that is great and empowering but you're manifesting a lot of what you see how you perceive this world from that subconscious so the key is to make sure that what you consciously want is aligned with your subconscious beliefs. So I often tell mm. folks to start with clarity, right? What do you actually want to create? Like, let's let's allow ourselves to sit down and take a moment to think about this because typically when you come across manifestation content, spiritual content, the realization that you can actually play a part in what you want to create in this world is a really like mind-blowing one. It's like, okay, I can I can have a say in things? Like, oh my God, that's so amazing. So it's like, okay, Now that you're empowered, now that you realize you have a say, what do you want to create from there? And so once we get Mm -hmm. clear on what it is that we want to create next, I think, you know, you know, we often tell people to start with like the small things like manifesting a free coffee or manifesting a free trip, like the little things so you can build your confidence in your manifestation um, power and in your power to create your reality but once you get clear i think another step that i love to really focus on is understanding the action piece right we're in mm. this co-creationship with the universe it's not just you that's doing all the work and you know you have to make it happen and you have to be forceful but at the same time it's not just the universe you're not just sitting here be like okay you know universe bring me x y and z i'm gonna sit back i'm gonna chill i'm literally doing nothing and i'm just gonna be pampered <laughs> for the rest of my life it is a co-creation it's about finding that balance between your actions, your aligned actions, and the, the opportunities yes. the universe will present you with, the doors that you'll be moved to. And for you, it's about when you're being presented with a door, you get to choose, you walk through that door or not, right? That's the action piece. So. Mm-hmm. I love to then really think about what are some of the actions that I can take, these aligned actions? What are some goals that I can set that are aligned with this thing that I want to manifest? And it's in this way, when we take action, aligned action, of course, that we not only build that faith and that confidence within ourselves to be like, wow, like I'm actually doing all these things. Like I deserve this thing that I'm bringing into my life, right? But we also show the universe like, yeah, I'm taking action. I'm doing X, Y, and Z out here Um, because oftentimes, sometimes when people want to manifest uh, certain things, they have this subconscious belief that they're not worthy of having the thing. And Mm. and that sort of can create these moments of self-sabotage. So taking action actually helps you build confidence and helps you remember your worth and whatever you're trying to manifest and whatever you're trying to co-create. Another part of this sort of manifestation recipe is working on building that trust with the universe, right? Working on Mm -hmm. understanding that you are taking your action here on this end, but you have to let the universe do the other part of it, right? There are certain things that really, we don't know how it's going to unfold. There are certain things that we cannot even imagine how it will unfold. So this is the part where we're kind of letting go of the how, where we have to release our tight grip on wanting to understand everything 
every single piece of the process. Do what you can do, you know, focus on your goals, focus on yourself, focus on doing that work of um, uncovering those subconscious beliefs that could be causing you to self-sabotage and let the universe take care of the rest, right? Maybe there's someone that you mm-hmm. need to meet. Maybe uh, this job opportunity will be presented because you connect with someone who connects with someone who knows someone, right? And you can't connect all those dots yourself. The universe has to sort of do that part for you. And then the last piece mm. um, I sort of kind of touched on is that subconscious block piece, right? Again, if you have any sort of beliefs deep down that are causing you to self-sabotage, that make you feel like you're not worthy, that are just all together creating this perception of the world where you're not going to get what you want, you have to work on those subconscious blocks because no matter how much action you take, no matter how much you script, no matter how much you visualize, all the things you do, it won't matter if deep down you're telling yourself, I'm not going to have it. I don't deserve it. I can't have it, right? You have to work on those beliefs. You have to work on those blocks in order to really make sure that the scripting and the action that you're taking, the visualization, the openness that you're granting yourself, it's actually going to pay off. Mm, yes. Wow. So much goodness here. And I love that. Well, everything that you said, first of all, but also this kind of fine line, which can be a little bit tricky, I think, for, for a lot of people between, you know, the clarity, the taking action, uh, and also working on the blocks at the same time. So what we can kind of do and, and control to some extent, and then the surrendering and, and really leaving it up to the universe. How do you navigate kind of that and for yourself maybe and and how do you help people navigate that yeah i would say the easiest way to sort of find that balance is to get really intuitive and understand when you're pushing something so oftentimes Mm. you know that aligned action like you know that feeling you get when you get an idea and you're so, so, so excited and you start to do something and you're in flow. Like you're just Mm -hmm. going, there's no, it doesn't feel hard. It doesn't feel like there's resistance. You're just in this flow. That's sort of indicative of you taking aligned action of something that you're doing that's not forceful, right? But on the other end, there's that feeling of, have have you ever felt sort of like, okay, I want this thing. And you're thinking of all these actions, you're trying to really like exhaust yourself with thinking about what you can do to manifest this thing. And you start to take action, but it's from this place of like, oh my God, like it's like desperation. Like you need to have it. Like you're pushing and you're pushing and you're pushing. And it just feels really awkward. Like you feel like you get tired, you get emotionally drained. You might feel upset. You might feel frustrated. You might feel angry. That's an indication that, okay, you need to kind of lean back in that area and maybe lean into that place of flow. Maybe for you, the action that you need to take right now has nothing to do with you pushing and pushing and pushing, but it has to do with maybe you resting. Maybe it has to do with, um, You know, sometimes I'll have moments where I feel like I should be doing something, but intuitively I know that I need rest. And so I'll go and I'll go read a book. And as I'm reading the book, I'll catch something in the book that sort of gives me an idea, a spark. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wow, like, ooh, this would be fun to do. I kind of want to try this. And then I get up and all of a sudden it's like, I'm revitalized. I take this action and I'm no longer in the space of resistance and push, but I'm in flow. And if I hadn't taken that moment to rest, if I hadn't taken that time to step away, I wouldn't have come across the idea that gave me that spark that led to that aligned action so really just asking yourself like am i you know taking this action from a place of just fun and excitement and flow or is it Mm. resistance and you you know you you will literally know because again when you're taking it from that place of resistance all that comes about is you feeling frustrated you feeling like you're trying and you're pushing and you're going and you're doing all the things but it's just not working yes Well, thank you so much for this. I think everyone needs this reminder often (laughs) because we all, I think, kind of get caught up in in this or we all have at some point. So it's so good to have this reminder and how things just naturally unfold when we allow them to. And then when it's time to take action, we will know, especially aligned action. So I love this. Thank you for sharing. And what kind of was coming to me and something I wanted to talk to you about anyway because a lot of the listeners are solopreneurs and they have businesses um so 
Can we talk a little bit about maybe manifestation in business, like manifesting results? Because I see this happen, kind of this frustration or resistance in business with my clients a lot. So when it comes to getting more clients, attracting more clients, or reaching their income goals, all of those things, I feel like obviously it is linked to manifestation. So do you have any specific tips for manifesting results, clients, etc., in business? Yeah, I think this is one that I am constantly trying to find my own balance with this. And one thing that mm-hmm. literally is coming to me and it came to me actually in the shower, I was thinking about this, was that when you are in a business, right? Your goal is to be, you know, whether you are already are a full-time entrepreneur or that is your goal, or you have certain income goals related to your business, is that sometimes it doesn't look the way that you think it's going to look, right? And that goes back to what we think about, um, or I talked about earlier about releasing the how. Because, you know, I think for a lot of the women listening um, that they may also have either multiple streams of income or they may be on the way to creating multiple streams of income. And one thing for me that's helped this year is that when I started to kind of lean back from the, okay, it needs to happen this way, like this program has to sell out and I need to make this income with this thing and this is how it's going to happen for me. When I lean back and I just said, you know what, I'm going to sort of just kind of like create what I want to create, kind of lean into the thing that excite me, I started to make income from the places that I didn't really expect, right? And so money started mm-hmm. to flow in from other sources. And not only was that great because hello, money's flowing in from other sources, but once I was able right. to have that money flowing in from those other places, it sort of allowed me to lean back, like lean into um, a place of just flow and my other income sources. So instead of me kind of coming in with this desperate energy into those other places, I was like, well, I'm chilling because I still like money's still flowing, but like I, you know, here's this other thing that I'm starting or that I'm creating that I'm excited about. And I was starting to approach other things in my business with this energy of excitement, right? And I think we talk about this a lot with like client attraction that when you approach a client or you're trying to get sales and you're coming from this like really desperate place, people can feel that. They may not be able to articulate what it is, but they'll see your thing and Mm -hmm. they'll cringe. Like you'll probably even cringe a little bit and you'll know when you're coming (laughs) from it with this place of, or coming from it with like this forceful, again, energy where you're trying to push and push and push instead of letting yourself receive. But again, I think that goes back to what I said earlier about sometimes it doesn't happen in the way that you think it's going to happen. Sometimes that client that you're trying to get, it doesn't happen because you did a call. Maybe they actually saw a post where, you know, you woke up one day and you were like, I really want to write about this thing. And you allowed yourself to write about this thing. And that person resonated so much with what you wrote that they're like, I have to work with her like I have to actually get on a call with her so the more that I found myself leading into just like following those nudges creating from places that excite me creating content that excites me and testing content it's sort of that mix of strategy and also intuition because I will say I I do approach things with strategy but I also approach things with like intuitive nudges so I'll create content to attract clients from a place of like oh this is fun like I kind of run I kind of want to write about this but at the same time I'll go back and do monthly audits of like what worked what didn't and I'm oh Mm -hmm. people kind of want to hear more about this and Oftentimes, I found that just telling my story, just getting really honest, and I know people hear this all the time, but that authenticity really is like what people gravitate towards. Like people want to hear about your behind the scenes. They want to hear about your journey. They want to learn about you. And like I said, oftentimes it's not, you won't get the clients the way that you expect to. Sometimes they come in in the most random ways because you're telling stories that are so um, deeply connected to your why and deeply connected to like who you are as a person and they identify with that. Mm, Yes, this is so true. And I do think that sometimes, well, again, I feel like this is something we probably all have been through at some point like this, trying to get clients, for example, or reach that income goal or whatever goal in general, but let's say business, um, and we kind of forget that we need to kind of also relax a little bit and release the how, exactly what you said, and and this can 
allow things to flow in much more easily and yes it doesn't mean that you just do one or the other like not take action for example or just lean back and relax and and not do anything Uh, but it's really finding that flow between the two and just like yeah really that that balance and I think this is so important um, because I don't know, I don't know about you, but I've seen a lot online, like people who are, for example, all strategy or all really kind of spirituality in business. And I find that it's really important to weave both mm-hmm. into our lives and obviously our businesses as well. Um, and that brings me to the question, do you have Obviously, manifestation is a huge part of this, but do you have any specific practices that allow you to kind of weave in spirituality into your business with the strategy as well? Yeah. So for me, a huge part of what I love to do is scripting. That's kind of my favorite way to Mm -hmm. tap into what I want to create simply because I love writing and for me I've always found that um, ever since I was a kid just writing down I allow my imagination to kind of like take me places that I didn't even know I wanted to go when I start writing so I will usually sit down Typically it's I do I love to do goal setting at the start of the month but I can script whenever but every single start of the month I sit down and I think about what do I want to create for this month and not only do I Mm -hmm. write down my intentions for the month so I write down my intentions around my specific energy what I aim to do I'll write down goals and I'll also write a script for the month and the script will sort of again weave Mm -hmm. in my intentions for my energy it'll weave in my intentions for what I want to co-create with the universe um how I would love help from the universe whether it's in clarity whether it's calling in more income any of those things, I sit down and I write that script at the start of the month. And sometimes during the month, I'll feel called to revisit it and I'll look at it and I'll sort of be like, oh, like this, this already happened. Like, wow. Like, and I'll get that energetic excitement and I'll just feel like, oh, wow, like this is happening. Maybe I, I want to add something new to the list or whatever that may be. Um, and then at the end of the month, I love to go back and revisit the list. And at the end of the month, it's sort of like, Ooh. it's not necessarily coming from it with a place of, um, like, oh, I didn't achieve this, like, this was a bad month. But it's more so if there was a goal that I wrote, and I didn't achieve that goal, what happened? I kind of think about, you know, was I feeling a little bit lower this month? Um, Did I actually turn my focus towards something else instead that I felt more called to focus on? And then I also look at the manifestations, what came in, what didn't. Um, And I kind of speculate, or I think about sometimes, I'll notice that certain things didn't come in because something better came in and I'll kind of be like, oh, wow, like this came in instead. And I'm so glad that this came in because it's so much better than what I even envisioned and what I imagined. So I do this sort of like monthly audit with myself. And, you know, that's sort of like me. I guess that's my way of also mixing in the strategy of my life and how I do my life design with the manifestation piece. Because again, on my list and on my script, it's not just um, things that I want to manifest and ways that I need help from the universe, but it's also my actions, my goals, the way that I plan to do my part Mm -hmm. in achieving what I want to achieve. And that's something that's really powerful for me. I also infuse visualization into this. So I'm very much someone that loves to visualize, especially right before bed. So that's like my favorite time when I'm laying in bed, I've just finished reading, I'm kind of getting to that sleepy point and I'll kind of close my eyes and I'll just think about all the things that I have manifested. I love to do that. It sort of puts me in this like high vibe energy where I'm just kind of like, wow, like I was able to create like a lot of things and this is really awesome. And then I sort of think about, well, what do I want next, right? And I allow myself to, visualize and daydream but I kind of do it in a way where I'm like really open with the vision so what I'll do is I'll kind of start to visualize some of the things that I have on my list for the month but then I'll also kind of like let my mind just flow and take me elsewhere so sometimes the vision ends up kind of going in a different place than I thought it would and I allow myself to kind of go there and see like what how that vision is playing out and I'll do that before bed, not necessarily every single night, um, because some nights I really am just so exhausted. I fall right to sleep. But on the nights where I'm kind of like, oh, like this is fun. And for me, it's sort of like watching a movie in my mind, except I'm in the movie at the same time. So, yeah, I don't know how other people visualize. I know sometimes people will put themselves in the movie. Sometimes you'll be watching the movie. I kind of go back and forth between watching the movie Mm -hmm. and being like, in the actual like being in the movie like on the set i guess 
that's so that's so cool but you also get to do both so that's yeah. really cool it's such a superpower yeah I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, it depends on like what I'm feeling that day yeah yeah I love everything that you just shared I think it's um I also personally love writing and I love that you you know just like visual like not script your your goals for the month and then revisit that do the audit um and I also feel like it's super important for us as entrepreneurs and you know having a business but also wanting to create a business that is a long term that's not just like you know those sometimes we think that there's like a rapid um, and there is in some cases but oftentimes we want to create this long-term sustainable business that will also allow us to create the lifestyle that we want and for that I think it's so important to use practices like you just described manifestation really just surrendering and also when we don't reach a goal not feel and it's easier said than done I know but not like let it mean anything about us and just you know understand why Um, maybe we didn't do you know the aligned actions or maybe we were stressed or whatever it is and allowing that to help us and inform us about what is next and it is absolutely so important I feel to to know that we have our part to play as well it's it's a co-creation with the universe and I think that this is so so helpful absolutely I agree it's definitely a co-creation with the universe and Again, we mentioned it a couple of times in this episode, but it is about sort of finding that balance, right? Of what yeah. you're doing and what you're allowing yourself to stay open to receiving. And I think, again, my list, uh, my monthly list of goals and manifestations mm-hmm. and that script that goes along with that is sort of my way of trying to kind of find that balance each month and yeah. and just allow myself to be open to what I want to create, but also being like, okay, these are some things that I definitely plan to do this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's it's good to have both. Um, and there's a question that I wanted to ask you, which is kind of related to this, but um, we see like so much about like, you know, success and, and often we see like people and we think like, oh, this person is more or less successful or whatever but I think what's really important is to create our own definition of success and what really it means to us so that's a question I really love to ask and um, I wanted to ask you what does success mean to you and what does it look and feel like to you oh I love this first of all I love that you encourage everyone to create their own definition of success that is so important so that you you don't get caught up in and just kind of idolizing yeah. someone else's life and what you think that, you know, your life should look like based on what you're seeing on, you know, social media specifically is what I'm thinking right. about right now. Right. Um, but for me, success has always really just meant uh, freedom. I've linked that to freedom in my life. Mm. What I mean by freedom is I mean not only freedom because I have enough money where I can, you know, go out and if I want to shop that day, if I want to invest in something, if I want to give to my friends and family or give to a charity, I can do so. And I can do so without having to feel any anxiety around, you know, giving or any anxiety around what is in my bank account. But freedom for me also means Mm -hmm. freedom with my time. And that's why I think I've always gravitated towards entrepreneurship and creating your own thing because when you have your own business like yeah you might end up working so much more than your friends you have a nine-to-five and they're going in the office at one time they're leaving at the other and you know they don't really have to take work home depending on uh, what type of work environment they work in but I think freedom of time just means like if I want to spend like 10 hours working on my business that day and the next day I spend two hours working my business and I allow myself to rest for the rest of the time, Mm -hmm. I can do so, right? And I'm such a person where every single day I find that my, um, I have this thing where I'll get into like certain routines and certain like modes for like a month like I even with like my food for example I'll have like a month where like all I'm doing is eating tuna melts for lunch like literally every single day and then (laughs) and then the next month it's like I'm like making butternut squash mac and cheese and I'm having that every single day for lunch for a month but what I'm saying is I like to kind of switch up my routine right and so as an entrepreneur you have that freedom of time to do so and so for me I've never linked success I guess to a specific amount of money 
or to mm -hmm. a specific thing, but it's also it's always just for me meant having enough money to do what I want. And so I think yeah. um, I do this exercise uh, with myself and I also encourage like clients that I work with to do this exercise where you kind of figure out like what your dream life or your next level life, like how much does it actually cost to live? And I think for a lot of us, we think mm -hmm. like we need to be making like millions of dollars to live this life. And I mean, if you want a private jet by all means, but I don't necessarily <laughs> want that. Right. And so for me, I've figured out like literally, you know, just kind of like, I think I did my calculations and it was like $50,000 a year. And I was like, okay, well, I need to dream bigger. But even that it was like, you know, I just, I just want comfort. Like I want to be able to spend mm -hmm. my time however I want to. Um, when I'm, I always also to imagine whenever I'm ready to have kids, being able to stay at home with them and being able to right. homeschooling and being able to be that mom where I can show up at all the events and all the things because again I have that freedom of my time and the freedom with my money so that if I need to. Um, pay for someone to help out at home or pay for someone to do X, Y, and Z so that I can have more time, I can do so. So, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. And I, I love how, um, you know, really just getting into what it means and how it feels like for you. And I'm guessing also as a Taurus, like, probably like a beautiful home is also yes. part of that as well. Oh. Oh <laughs> um, and I, I've that. seen on Instagram a little bit of your and like inside your home and it's so beautiful so it was like yeah, yeah I had to kind of place that <laughs> but yeah that is also that can it can be really like like simple things um and it is different for everyone and I think that is so important to remember so that's what I really want to I love asking this question I love getting to know what success means to different people that I love and admire and also just I think it's so important to remember that yes we see a lot of the same things like um, I don't know maybe it's having a six-figure business or or having a multiple million dollar business or whatever it is and that's fine but really check in with yourself and and ask yourself what it is that you want and I love the exercise and that prompt that you just gave us to kind of see what would it cost for you to you know have that life that you really want mm -hmm. and then maybe that's enough for you maybe you want more whatever it is allow yourself to really be there and live that exactly right exactly <laughs> and I really quick want to touch on I think you know we're always allowed to ask for more but I think sometimes our society sort of um, really focus on this overconsumption where people I think they want right. more simply because they see others have more and so they're like I want that because you know we all these people have all right. these things and sort of consuming more to just consume more and it's like when you really just sit with yourself and you're like do I actually want you know all these things that I see people have because <laughs> I want them or because I see it right and again, yeah. like really asking yourself what does that life look like for you and again when you get to that level maybe you get to the point where you are you know living this comfortable life and you're making the money you want to make and you have the freedom but maybe you're like okay I, I kind of want a little bit more you're allowed to ask for more than two so again mm -hmm. and it really is just like you said checking in with yourself and and really asking yourself like what is it that I want and what does that success look and feel like for me mm, yes this is so good thank you for sharing all of this and um just like having this conversation conversation i think is really important um and yeah um and since we're on the topic of money and like how like how much money comes in i'd love to have your perspective in like investing in yourself and investing in in your business because i do feel this is something that yes we hear more and more about but also it's still hard for many people to invest in themselves and I do feel it's also important to have this conversation so how do you go about investing in yourself and your business what are your kind of um, beliefs around that what helps you with this all of that yeah. if you don't mind oh of course yeah <laughs> so I think investing in yourself and your business can look many different ways I think a lot of us are used to seeing it being something like investing in a course and a program and a mentor which I think are beautiful ways to invest but there are also other ways mm -hmm. such as investing in a book right or investing your time and right. listening to a podcast that is going to be helpful for you to learn yeah. I also think there are other beautiful ways to invest such as investing in say a massage because that's self-care for you. Mm, yeah. Punish you and help you go into the next day feeling revitalized. Um, I also recently made an investment in with my time. So I paid for a VA to help me out with some tasks 
tasks so that Ooh, I could have more one. time to relax in this week because I was like, okay, I'm feeling a little mm -hmm. burnt out. Like, you know, it's an exchange of I give her money. She gives me more time essentially. Right. So right. there's that investment. So I think it really is whatever you're feeling to invest in, in your business. And I think you'll know, I think certain people, when you get to a certain stage in your business, it's kind of like, okay, it's time for me to invest in some software, right? It's time for me to actually yeah. pay for a Calendly. It's time for me to actually pay for an accountant because I'm making more money and I need help with kind of figuring out taxes and you'll know you'll feel yourself kind of growing to that point where now it's getting overwhelming for you to think about doing certain things by yourself you'll know when you get to a point with your business where mm -hmm. you're making good money but in order for you to get to that next level you need to invest in someone to teach you the next step someone to help you learn yeah. more and so investing is something that you should always be doing but again it can look different ways and it doesn't necessarily have to look like um a course but it can and it doesn't necessarily have to look like a va but it can and i think it's up to yeah. you can basically figure out what's best for you in your business and what you need to sort of grow to that next level exactly and um that's it's such a an important thing because it is different for everyone and at different stages of business as well but yes definitely always investing either money or time in something to grow to your next level to you know either have more time and more freedom or maybe it's reach that next level income goal or whatever it is but that is such a good reminder so thank you so much for sharing that um and i mean it's been an amazing conversation so far. There's a few more questions that I want to ask, but they're like more kind of fun questions and like um, <laughs> like to kind of close our beautiful conversation. Mm -hmm. So I think you're a projector, right? If I remember. I am, yeah. In human design, yes. Okay. So one question that I'd like to ask is how has learning your human design um, helped you in your life, obviously, and also in your business? Oh my gosh, it's been life-changing <laughs> to learn about humans right projector so one of the things about projectors is that we like we need rest right we're we're one of the types yes. that we're not designed for that sort of go 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 work all day every single day um like someone like a generator might have the energy to do right and so learning that has sort of given me the permission that i needed to understand that mm -hmm. rest is okay for me i have days where i will wake up and i'll be so excited about a specific project or a specific launch or writing Instagram posts. And I know that, you know, I love to take aligned action. So when I feel that excitement, when I'm feeling like, oh, I have the energy to kind of put a lot into this thing and I can work for hours because I'm so excited, I'll do that. And I do that from understanding the energetics of working with aligned action, but also understanding that as a projector, when I do what lights me up and when I lean into the things that light me up, it helps people to really see me better, right? Because with a projector, um, one of the things is that if you work really hard and you're doing all the things and people don't see you, you become bitter because you know that you have really good information mm -hmm. to share. And so for me, I really like to lean into the moments when I'm creating in my business where I feel super excited because I understand that people will feel that. And so what that has looked like for me in business is hopping on Instagram stories when I'm feeling that like magnetism and excitement, because that's when I get messages like, oh my God, you're glowing. And people really actually listen to what I'm saying or making reels, um, basically showing up on video more when I feel that sort of excitement within myself or creating content mm -hmm. around those times. And the second piece of that would be resting, right? I yeah, yeah. used to have this like fear around resting. Like I never wanted to rest because I'm like, oh my God, if I'm resting and I'm not creating, there are all these other people that are creating and they're working all the hours of the day. And if I'm sitting here and I'm not resting, then it's going to limit my income or it's going to limit how many people, like, people I can reach, <laughs> things like that, right? And so as a projector... I've learned that those moments of rest are so important. And I think for anyone in the world, those moments of rest are yeah. important, depending, no matter what your type is. But as a projector, they're even more important because those moments of rest mm -hmm. are what allow you to really replenish yourself. Where um, I forget what it's called, like a non-energy type, like we don't make our own yeah. energy or something like that. So it's sort of learning that 
you know, in those moments of rest, like really, I need to really lean into it because I can easily approach burnout if I don't. So it's just sort of affected the way that I work um, and the way that I allow myself to work really random hours. I also <laughs> realized that for me, stopping work at 2 p.m. And uh, I used to think that was like, oh, no, I can't do that. That that has kind of become the norm for me on most days, if I, if I can do that, because oh, that's I so just, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then what it also has looked like as well is as a projector um, and just as myself, I typically notice that I get really inspired and invigorated again around like 9 p.m., which is sometimes kind of annoying because I'm like, I want to go to bed. But if I get an idea <laughs> and it's nine o'clock, I'll pull out my laptop and I'll be like, let's create, let's do whatever, right? Because I it. have the freedom of my time to be able to do so, to be able to stop at two and pick up again at nine if I want to. So really it's just looked like, um, basically it's changed the way that I create in my business. And it's kind of given mm -hmm. me again, that permission to lean into rest when I really want to and need to and not feel guilty about it. So good and so important, I think for everyone, as you said, but especially for projectors. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and the second part of um, kind of this, because what I love to do in, in my work and just in general, because I'm so passionate about it, is looking at human design um, and also a little bit of the astrology. And I'm not like a professional in any of those, but I feel like they inform a lot of how um, we live and, and work. So in our businesses, so human design is so so amazing for that but so is um parts of astrology and our chart mm -hmm. and what i like kind of to look at is kind of how our so for example your chart informs your business and we kind of saw that you are taurus and there's a lot of grounded um energy in your business is there anything else maybe from your 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 moon or your rising that is also really helps your business thrive do you get my question? I know. I don't yeah, know if no, clear. I, I do. I do. Um, <laughs> okay. I would cool. say. So first of all, I recently discovered sidereal astrology. I am not sure if you have looked into that. Highly recommend that you. Do. Not so much. You okay? I, I will. I've been like diving deep. Um, only because I guess like a lot of the stuff happening in the world, um, current events are more aligned with some of the sidereal like astrology. Mm -hmm. But going back to the regular regular tropical astrology. I am a, uh, or I have my Mars and Aries. And I feel like that mm. is so representative of me and how I move along in this world. So basically Mars and Aries is like, you're very, um, you're very impulsive, right? So you take action very quickly. And I am that type of person. I think that is something that I love about myself in business and in life, because I think this. Mm -hmm. One of the things that's really important is to take risks, right? We need to take calculated yeah. risks. We need to take risks and then audit those and understand what went wrong, what went right, and change and adapt for the next risk and the next thing that we do in our business. And I am someone where I don't overthink it too much. I'll sort of get an idea and I'll act on it. I'll be mm -hmm. like, I have this idea. I really want to create this thing. Let me do it. And it can be kind of good and bad because sometimes I don't necessarily test as much as I, I should. And I create from a place of me really getting excited. And sometimes I, I feel like I don't get other people as excited for that vision and that thing. And then I get the, you know, the projector bitterness and I'm like, oh my God, yeah. like I did all this work and whatever. But as, you know, Mars and Aries, I feel like I really do act very quickly and I'm able to sort of, um, you know, not overthink the things that I want to create. And I'm able to just mm. take that action and be like, I'll evaluate this later. And again, it has its pros and cons, but typically it's it's kind of, of heavier on the pros for me, um, especially in business. Another piece I would say is my Aquarius, I have a Aquarius rising. And so that's sort of yeah. the sign of like, you are... Uh, it's not even like against society because that sounds so bad, but you're just sort of like, you like to think outside the box, right? You're sort of the outsider. You're the person that sort of looks mm -hmm. at things that are, you know, this is how they should be. And you're like, um, who said that? Like, let's, let's reevaluate. Let's think about this differently. Let's open our eyes. Let's really break down the molds of the shoulds and the, yeah. and the way people say it needs to be. And let's take that apart and make a new paradigm. Let's make a new system. And I feel like mm -hmm. that really goes along with the way that I look at 
manifestation and the way that I have sort of approached some of the understandings of spirituality and energetics and being like, okay, well, you know, why are we all looking at it this way? Why are we all creating it this way? Let's look at this differently. Let's find how we can approach this with a new lens in order to understand things or not even that, but let's find, let's have everyone approach this with their own unique lens. Because at the end of the day, the way that I manifest the way that I look at things no matter how much I try to teach you to look at it in that way you're going to have your own perception that has been altered by you know uh, events that you had in your childhood events that you've had as an adult beliefs that you have that I don't have and so it's about me meeting you where you are in order for you to consume this information in a way that makes sense to you in a way that's going to be productive for you. And so I think as an Aquarius rising, I've really tried to infuse that in the way that I create programs, the way that I create my material and the way that I create content in general is to try to break down that mold of here's the box and look outside of that. And I think I found success in that, but I've also found a little bit of complication with that as well because I think people are some people and a lot of us are so used to looking at things the way that we're so used to looking at them and so when someone comes along and says well let's break this apart let's kind of look at this a different way sometimes we can feel stubborn and we don't want to look at it a different way because it requires work and it requires you know a new way of thinking and sometimes you don't want to do that and so I, I have encountered that sort of I guess, resistance, for lack of a better word, as an Aquarius rising, where I want to approach things in a new way. And sometimes I find that I don't get the response I want. And so then I'm kind of like, okay, maybe I should approach things in the way that people are used to them, but sort of like introduce the new way slowly, little by little, so they can really follow what I'm saying versus me being like, let's turn mm-hmm. it all over on its head and and change things right away. And people are like, oh, challenge people. Yes. Uh, no, we're not going to do that because you're crazy. So that's how I found um, those two specifically playing like a huge part in just my business and the way that I look at things. Mm, that's so good. I love it. I love that. And I feel like I could just have like full episodes talking about that and all that. But Oh my God, you should. <laughs> but... So good. <laughs> no, this was so good. And I loved kind of, I feel like getting to, you know, know you and that side of you as well, the projector, the uh, Aquarius rising, all of it. I feel like it really just kind of uh, dives deeper into who you are and what you're about. And I love it. And I loved everything that you shared today on in our conversation so it was so good thank you so much and the last thing i want to ask you is where can we find you yeah absolutely so i am on instagram at the manifest daily and you can also find me on my podcast it's just called manifest daily if you search in apple spotify um all the things all the streaming apps these days and then also (laughs) i have a website it's just the manifest daily.com and depending on what time users or not users are, are they called users podcast listeners listeners. i don't know why i said users (laughs) that's fine (laughs) so i'm currently in the middle of launching my new program which i'm calling a masterclass experience but it's called your next level life Mm. and it's all around sort of my four-step method of how you can kind of go from where you are now to that next level right kind of defining that next Mm. level we have a, a whole week around money talking about abundance opening